Welcome to the Eric Show Podcast. Boy, I look fat. Oh, my God. What a disgusting asshole. Jesus. This is bad. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show Podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear, Bunker, Studio. Woo-wee! As the world turns and I am kicking off the show and getting right to it. Uh, not the biggest amount of information, but one of the moves. You know, I have a lot of people that, um, well, there are a lot of people who listen to both shows. This show and then uh, Free Bear and Hot Wings. Uh, JuicyB09 writes, uh, I noticed <clears throat> that they, excuse me. <coughs> oh, damn it that they finally said something at the top of Howard 2. Was that so hard, free beer? Now, I I am not. I am team free beer on this. I am not. You got to understand. We are, uh, 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 as I have learned, um, we are dealing with um, some treacherous ground to walk on. And though no love lost between Greg and I, uh, I am not going to sit here and talk shit about him when at the current time, I really don't have anything shitty to say about the guy. Uh, if I have something shitty to say about Greg, it usually happens and then I get over it and then I forget about it. Uh, so at the current moment in time, I am team free beer and hot wings and all of this. And I know exactly what's going on. I know exactly why they aren't saying things. I am well aware And it has to do with the legal department. You see, that's why you pay lawyers. You pay these people top dollar and you say, you deal with that shit. Okay. And so I think that that's what's happening. So he can't really go and say any damn thing. And uh, so that makes perfect sense that he would then make this comment. Because I said to this guy, what did he say? And this was at like 7 a.m. today. He said, we all know that you're waiting for an announcement about Joe. But we can't talk about it right now, but will in the future when we can. And he apologized that they couldn't address it immediately. That's massive. That is fucking huge. Even though there's not really anything said there. And uh, I'm getting this second hand. I, I didn't hear it with my own ears, obviously. It's just this guy hearing it and then typing it out. So maybe I'm getting some of that wording wrong. I'd have to listen to it myself and I'd have the time. But I think that that actually is quite, quite big. Um, my theory, pure speculation at this point. The company has no intention of letting him back into that studio. And they are working things out in a deep discussion. Uh, and I, I'm sure there's, there's lawyers involved and uh, God knows what I said, Holy shit. Juicy B says, yeah, it surprised me too. I think he did that. This speculation again, 
because one of the trivia players said, quote, you're the man, Joe. Oh, no. And they all had this awkward moment where they had to tell him that Joe wasn't there. And I believe that that happened yesterday, too. I wrote, oh, dear God. Juicy B writes, LOL, it was extremely cringe. You know, this is a person under 30. If Oh, man, that's so cringe. Everything's cringe these days. I just took a shit. Was it cringe? Yeah. It was extremely cringe. The guy who said that didn't know. I mean, I guess that's possible, but seems suspicious to me. Like maybe the dude knew. I'm not sure what juicy B means by that. And I, I says, well, no, it was, um, it was some moron yelling support. And then I wrote, Greg needs to dump that. No offense, but our old boy has never really been that quick on the dump. I've seen many times people reach over and hit the fucking thing. No, you can't say that. One time Greg got so pissed off at me. uh, I was busting his balls about something and he got pissed and, and I don't remember what it was, but he took it poorly. And I've, I ended uh, the insult with, what do you think about that? And he said, yeah, I think it sucks dick. And I was like, no, 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 you can't say sucks dick. Oh my God. So, all right. And, and I found this interesting and I get a lot of this from their subreddit. I, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't look at it. It's a, it's a terrific source. In fact, all of, all of this um, stuff does not begin if not for their subreddit. Because as I've indicated to you before, when the first announcement was made by the whistleblower, um, people read into it. Now, the whistleblower, as you know, didn't say anyone's name. But people on Reddit saw that and they like posted it there. That's where it took off. That's where the big the big thing uh, started. That's where everybody found out. So they get a lot of shit on there, but uh, as soon as someone saw that, then it ran over to the Freeburn Hot Wing Show Facebook uh, group. It's called Segment 18. There's like 10,000 people on that. And people are like, what? Oh, my God. And uh, that's when the shit all started to roll downhill on this story. And it is a fantastically dramatic story. There is no question that this is what everyone is fucking talking about. There was a reference made, and this is classic Greg. He, I can actually hear. I didn't hear this with my ears, but the way it's written, I can hear it. Anyone catch free beer? Uh, let's see. Someone actually had the play-by-play of this. There was a reference to slander made on the show. Anyone catch free beer when he said, that's not imaging, that's slander. Kelly says, careful. And Freebird says, oh, that's going around. Oh, no. Now, God only knows what he's talking about there. But, um, yeah, this is just weird and crazy. And uh, I cannot wait to hear more on this juicy, juicy drama. Holy shit.
Uh, welcome in to each and every one of you. Uh, our old pal Kenny is finally freed. Please don't use your sock account, idiot. Welcome. Welcome. Glad everybody is here. Uh, we're getting um, conflicting uh, thoughts on how to spell Greg. G-R-E-I-G is not an uncommon, uncommon spelling, says Aram. I would say it's the least common of all the spellings of Greg. Corey says, Corey says, uh, Reddit is the new 4chan. Crazy Ashley 24 says, are we, or are we leak? Wait a minute. Are we, or are we not legally allowed to say St. I'm going to go with St. Gaslight. I think St. Gaslight is, is okay. And I think that that is, is, uh, is usable as a, as a, a, um, you know, a character name. St. Gaslight, I think, gets the idea across and uh, everything's fine. St. Gaslight is in play. I think we can pull that off. But thank you. Welcome to you. So we're so glad you're doing okay. Yes, that is Crazy Ashley, tongue firmly in cheek there, who I had on this show nearly, uh, nearly one year ago. She was on here, and um, boy, we uh, we had a hell of a time. We had a hell of a time. Uh, kudos to her for reaching out to me two years ago. Uh, she is uh, she's fantastic, and uh, for the longest time was sorely sorely uh, misunderstood. And uh, everyone who indicted you should probably apologize. Stevie says, oh, she's an ex? Hi, Ashley. Well, yeah, Ashley was the one that uh, we've had on the show before. Remember? that? That is her. You know? Yeah, she's great. She's got a lot to say. All right. So we are off and running on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, as I sit here, today's a busy day for your old pal, Eric. And by the way, that concludes uh, as the radio turns. That is, So, you know, I, I don't want to, um, I would love if you people that are here just to hear me talk about that, I would love it if you'd stay. But I understand if you don't, you might not be interested in anything else that I have to say. And, and I get it. I mean, uh, I would hope that you'd be able to like let bygones be bygones. And uh, if you if you do hate my guts, uh, you'd be able to like at least enjoy the show, at least sit down for a bit and uh, and hang out. I mean, Jesus. Uh, but if you have to go, I certainly understand. And I don't want to lead you astray and make you and suggest to you that I'm going to give you more information. Basically, everything that I know is what you know on the radio. But if you missed it, uh, I wanted to make sure. Well, hell, you would be listening to that show. So you probably already know that. But um, uh, I will never, ever. If I hear anything coming out of that radio show about this story, you can bet your ass I'm going to talk about it. Absolutely. All right. But moving on, uh, congratulations in advance to my daughter, Jacqueline, 
for winning the workplace chili cook-off. Dad, we have a chili cook-off on Thursday at work. Can you make the Slaughter the Turks uh, sweet and spicy, sweet heat uh, Armenian chili? I don't know why I sound like an idiot there. Slaughter the Turks, sweet heat Armenian chili. And I'm like, uh, well, do you, so you, you just want to win the chili cook-off? She goes, yes. I go, well, all right, absolutely. So, um, in fact, in talking about it yesterday, Amanda, dildo saleswoman uh, Amanda, she goes, can you make it for me too? I've got a chili cook-off too. And I go, yes, I will. And then I thought about it because I'm incredibly busy. I said, you know, I got to back off that because I have enough on my plate right now. I just cannot do it because hers is this week too. But it's always worth it to ask me. If you have a workplace chili competition, I will make the sweet heat Slaughter the Turks Armenian chili for you. I'm doing that for Jacqueline today. Uh, I went ahead and got my ingredients ready. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, well, I mean, I've, I've talked about the secret ingredients many times, the secret ingredient on mine. Reluctantly, I'll, I'll let you know that it is one 15 ounce can of original Bush's baked beans. Now, yes, you've got your standard uh, red kidney beans in there. But a good portion of your beans, Bush's baked beans in the chili. My chili's unique because when the formula is blended and simmered and, and all those things, when you take your first bite, it's candy on the front of your tongue. And uh, medium spice on the back half that it will, when I say back half, the little thingy on the back of your throat's going to go, ooh, a little warm there. Ooh, ooh, that's a little bit warm. That's what's happening on your mouth. It's a bona fide party. And then the two blend. And then throughout your mouth, it's just like, oh, just a little sweet and a little bit warm. Wow. It's amazing. At no point are you like, oh, at no point are you like, well, I don't even taste any heat. There, there, there's like no heat in this. I have, uh, I have mastered this. I took literally a recipe off the internet and then tweaked it. And the best part about the Slaughter the Turks sweet heat Armenian chili. I made it. Because if you make it, it's going to be all right. But no one is more patient when it comes to chili making than your old pal Eric Zane. So today it gets made. And the best part about the Slaughter the Turks sweet heat Armenian chili. After you make it, and refrigerate it, and reheat it, it, that's the best. I'm letting you in on a secret on chili. If you just make it, okay, and then it's uh, super hot in the crock pot or you're simmering on low on your oven, on your uh, range top, and then, all right, time to eat, and you, you spoon it there, 
you're you're forgetting a step. You got to let it thicken even more in the fridge. Let it all cool down, and then heat it again. It's a two-stage process. Congratulations to Jacqueline. She's winning the chili competition. Amanda says, Eric, I told you I'd come pick it up today. No, well, that's the problem. I can't make it for you. I know you said that. First of all, I don't want you at my house. Uh, Second of all, uh, I don't have time. No one's coming over my house. Longboard nerd, first time chat. What did Greg say? Unfortunately, you're going to have to go back. Welcome. You took the bait. Uh, All right. So that's what's up. And I am excited about that. Now, longboard nerd says, I did, LOL. Yeah, that's how it goes. This All you got to do is be patient. This is what you do, longboard nerd. Enjoy the show. First of all, you should have been like, uh, you should have been ready to go or you should have been listening to them. Why aren't you listening to those guys? Are you kidding me? With all of this drama going on, you're not focused on that over there? Jesus. Go back to the beginning of this when I get done and, uh, you know, then you can check it out. It's all there. Um, All right. So that is what is up. Um, what is going on here? Now, I need you to know that my dad is going to join us on Dear Meathead coming up here. And uh, 88 years old, it'll be 89 in March. You really want your questions. Eric at ericzanejo.com on the shoreline or striping inbox is what you need to do. Send a question along. Hair in my mouth. Hang on. Eric at ericzanejo.com. I appreciate you very much. Uh, reach out for dad. He loves hearing from you. I am a little light on questions. So if you have one, send it along about anything. Like if you have a question about legal maneuvers or anything like that, maybe he has some uh, uh, advice on legality on any, uh, I don't know, particular topic. Could be anything. He may be able to help you. Aram, maybe that will uh, kickstart you because Aram says, I've been in a question drought. Maybe you've had some type of writer's block. Uh, Crazy Ashley 24 is a special guest again. And she says, Zane, did your old prank call persona get canceled? What was his name? The angry guy dude or something. Oh, you're referring to dude Shadowy. No, um, I don't know what it, what it is about the bit. But um, funny to go back and listen to it. Ah, hey, dude, Shadowy here. Um, but I don't know. I just, I don't like the idea. I've tried to do this to like go back. Um, but I always feel weird when I do. Like I started for a period of time doing PA pranks again. And it got to be a huge pain in the ass again. And then it's like, you know, I don't know. I mean, yes, that was my, a bit that I did, 
but God, it got to be a pain in the ass. I think I think it maybe uh maybe it will uh boil down to I was just too goddamn lazy. It's so much easier to just sit here, turn on the mic in the uh in the in the uh, fucking camera and just ramble on like an asshole. Maybe. Uh Shauner guy, if you could, let's not put the questions on the chat, but rather send them along on email. And I don't know if I would read that one. Uh, Kenny says, when I did the character maintenance man, Sal calling about cleaning up jizz, uh, on the, on the Ferris wheel was hilarious. Yes. Uh, occasionally we will get crank calls on here. Not, uh, not as often as they probably should, but again, it's just me here. And sometimes, sometimes my plate gets too full. Um, all right. So thank you. Dad is going to join us. As I said. I also did a show yesterday for Compound Media. Uh, it's about an hour long. Eric Zane show on Compound. I sent it off. It should be making an appearance on there. If you are subscribed to Compound Media, Anthony Cumia's platform, it should be there in, uh, in the next couple of days or, uh, or so. Under the Eric Zane show tab or the collections tab, I forget where they put it, but uh, I'm very, very um, lucky to be able to post on that platform. I think I've opened up Pandora's box when it comes to passing out. It was um, two weeks and two days ago that I almost cut my fucking foot off with the chainsaw. And then, uh, you know, I didn't feel that I was kind of limping around with blood pouring out of my foot. My wife drives me to the hospital. while I'm holding on to the cut with a giant towel. We get to the hospital. I get to the, uh, Emergency room, uh, they check me in. I'm in triage. The nurse is asking me questions. She said the words, oh boy, cut right to the bone. And even just saying that, I can feel my blood pressure dropping a bit. That wrecked me with the pain, the sight of the blood, and that description. All of a sudden, I'm like, what's happening to me? And the room was getting a little darker, and I look to my right, and Queen of the Forest is looking at me, and she's like, Fuck up with you. I look to my left. I start breathing's getting shallow. I'm like, she goes, Are you okay? The nurse. I go, Well, it's you said cut to the bone. If you could avoid using the descriptors. That's, she goes, Why don't you put your head back, Eric? So I'm, so I'm sitting there in the chair, and this is probably one of the last things I remember. And my head goes back. I'm like this. And then I, I put it up, I bring my head up, and I had a yeah, you gotta wear a mask pull the mask down. I'm like, <laughs> and she goes, okay. And then she hits this alarm and, uh, I see these people running down the hall. It's nurses and a doctor, cutest doctor in the world. Oh my God. Was she a babe? She's like, she looked to be about 38 years old. Uh, all, it was like the Avengers assembling because you had four lady nurses in red and a doctor in black. And, you know, she was running slow motion as I lost consciousness. And her hair, long, long brown hair, was just bouncing in these dark brown eyes. And and I'm like, oh, God, please kick off your shoes. Oh, run through a pile of dirt. and Get over here barefoot. 
let me see those tootsies. And she comes over here and, and uh, up to me, and, and that's the last thing I remember. As I'm being wheeled, I, then I wake up. I guess minutes later, I'm told. And I hear the queen of the forest crying. And I'm being whisked down the hall. And uh, I didn't know where I was. I was like, what the fuck? Who are these people? Why am I here? Within seconds, the uh, little bits of uh, neural activity start to spark up a little bit. Dots are, uh, wires are connecting again inside of my brain. And uh, my central nervous system is, is starting to come to life to some degree. And at that point, I realize I'm, I'm, I've sweat through my clothes in a short amount of time. And the, all of this, this uh, nurse Avengers team starts ripping off my shirt. And I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And uh, Dr. Hot is there in my face. And she's looking at my eyes. And I'm like looking at hers. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. best day ever. They uh, put the leads on my chest, you know, to monitor heart activity. And another nurse, like, uh, puts an IV in my arm. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that was the my uh, introduction into vasal vagal reflex. When you're under that type of duress, too many factors together your blood pressure drops and you're, you're going, your body's going to put you down on the ground. That's the thing that I talked before that I used to give shit. I used, we used to make fun of Greg, all of us. And I, that is, I feel, I actually feel bad about that because having experienced that, that is, that is rough. That's what, and he, um, had experienced that so much. They always said to him, get on the ground, get on the ground. Cause if you don't, you're going to fall and you could hurt your head. And sure enough, Dr. Hot is telling me that. She's like, after I recovered, she goes, yeah, when you feel that again, lay down. Because your body's going to put you down if you don't. Then you're going to bang your head and you're going to have a closed head injury. And you're going to look like Reginald Denny. Some of you might get that reference. Um, so yesterday I go to the gym. Now remember, it has to be several factors at once or something really bad that's going to knock me out. But I've had this happen a few times. Since two weeks, two days ago, like if I look at the injury, I can feel my blood pressure actually dropping. Not to the extent that I'm going to pass out. On Monday of this week, the amount of stress that I was under, I felt my blood pressure drop. I almost passed out. I didn't. So I think now this is starting to, once it's happened once, now my body's like, well, fucking hey, let's just knock him the fuck out. This is karma for all the times I would beat the shit out of Greg. Ah, you big pussy passing out. <laughs> We'd all sit there around him and, and laugh and make fun of him and shit. And he, here he's uh, out like a light. Um, so it's absolutely karmic. I go to the gym and I'm talking to Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger about the chainsaw. And he's, oh, dude, man, you won't believe what I did. And I'm like, oh, no, don't do it. And he starts to get graphic about, and he goes full Kenny on me. He gives me all the background about how many chainsaws he has. 
completely unnecessary to the story. The story could have been about 30 seconds, but it was like 30 minutes because he's telling me about the first time he bought a chainsaw. When you get to the, uh, the, the part, the moment of the truth on the story, he's telling me that he's cutting a small branch with too big of a chainsaw and the uh, bar and the chain are causing the little branch to bounce a little bit. <laughs> and so you kind of want it to like dig in and then it'll cut the branch. His wife comes in, I think it was his wife, and steps on the branch and he didn't know she was doing that and through a mistake, he ended up sawing her calf. And when he said it to me, I felt it immediately. Pressure drop. You know, I'm usually clicking around about 110 over 58. Absolutely pristine BP for a man my age. And as soon as he said that, I suspected 101 over 49. And I'm like, oh, I go easy, easy. And he kept on. I got to a point where I reached and grabbed onto one of the pieces of equipment. And then I I made it through the story and he goes, I've got pictures. And I go, stop. I just told you, fucko, that I passed out because of the graphic nature of the description from the nurse. What makes you think your story, which is a hell of a lot more graphic than what I told you, is appropriate and for damn sure not... Uh, 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 pictures of your wife's hacked up leg, you fucking moron. Jesus, tap dancing Christ, that's ridiculous. Oh, so, man, that was, uh, right away, I was like, come on, man. So that's, that's, um, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't, like, that whole, I think because of it happening once to me, I think that it's going to happen again. I really do. Ryan, Ryan the Weber, welcome with a first time chat, says, I want my medical professionals to be all obese, ugly people, but they're always super attractive people and I'm always super anxious. Ha ha. Yeah, it uh, it was spectacular. And then I found out, then I found out, um, as that really attractive doctor was, um, after I came to and came back around, she goes, okay, now I have to fix your foot. And at first she took an x-ray. She goes, there's no foreign bodies. There's no damage to any structures other than the tissue. You are very, very lucky. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And she goes, now I got to fix it up. So she Novocaine's it up and then she didn't put up enough. She didn't put enough Novocaine at one point. And then I, oh, I could, oh, it was so terrible. Again, I just dropped 149. Jesus. And uh, I was just, it was terrible. Um, And then she tells me, we started having a discussion about where we live. That's what you do. So where are you from? Oh, hey, you know, whatever. And uh, And she talks about how her stepkids, uh, live where they live or something. Cause I was talking about where I live and she's talking about where her stepkids live or where they or something like that. And then I find out that her stepkids live about 150 yards from what, from where I'm seated right now. And I go, what? 
I go, wait a minute, your stepkids. So, and she goes, well, uh, the woman who lives there, uh, I married her ex-husband. And I'm like, I know who you, wait a minute. Cause I'm like a really friendly with who she's talking about. I, I know her quite well. She's amazing. She's one of the sweetest people on the planet. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. As soon as we got done, I'm like, hey, do not mention this to so-and-so. And she goes, why? I go, well, she'd be, she's probably pissed. I know how pissed off women are when they get divorced. I mean, uh, watching my mom for 10 years hate on my dad after the divorce, she might still be pretty salty about the whole thing. So don't mention, hey, I ran into your uh, husband's new, your ex-husband's new wife. You know, he's married to a physician. Yeah, she fixed Eric up real well. She's great. You know, she might not have that positive of a view on her. So I said, no, no, no. Don't mention shit about that. Hopefully she's not listening to the podcast. Motherfucker. So I was like, God, the the shit I get myself into. But anyway. Uh, that was, but there's, there's no denying. She was very, very good at her job. Very, very helpful. Excellent physician and extremely attractive. Speaking of that last night, we had, uh, the final debate. Chris says, Hey, I ran into your husband's into your ex-husband's, uh, wife, the smoking hot doc. Your replacement. She's awesome. And so much better than you talk about trading up. Come on guys. That's bullshit. I don't believe that, by the way. I don't know anything. I I know that my neighbor is as sweet as peaches and as pretty as a picture. So all I know is that whoever was the ex or is the former husband, he obviously marries incredibly attractive women. Uh, Amanda says, tell Eric, no wonder you're feeling like that. Being surrounded by people that make the blood rush to your penis instead of your heart. This is true. Last night, the debate, I don't have anything in front of me because I'd probably pass out. The debate between Whitmer and Dixon. Um, Dixon did makeover. She looked very different. Went with the black dress, different uh, style of curly curl on the hair. She had a little bit of the bone straight on the on the first one, Tudor Dixon. She went with the light curly curl that um, kind of fell down over the shoulders. Extremely, extremely pretty. And um, I have to give the nod to, Whit- uh, to, to Dixon on this one. She worked with the makeover team, and so I'm going to give her the victory on this debate, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, as you know, I am voting all blue this time around, Blue Wave 2022. I want you to vote Blue Wave 2022. I want you to vote yes on all proposals. That's what you should do. If you don't, you're a loser, and you want to suck Donald Trump's dick. All right? Blue wave, yes on all proposals here in the great state of Michigan. But Whitmer did look terrific, but 
Dixon looked better. I got to give the nod to Dixon on this one. Um, again, it would have been so much better is if they brought, they started up the debate and then they waved everybody. They shook hands, kicked off their shoes and sat down and propped their feet up, uh, Quentin Tarantino style, but that did not happen, but I was imagining it. All right. Where am I here? I don't know. If you are watching the show on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, unfortunately, I have to kick you out. However, the rest of the show is on Twitch. And I heard from my uh, stepsister the other day. She goes, I don't know that that Twitch stuff. I don't I don't know how to do that. No. All of my, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, brothers, sisters, stepsisters, whatever. They're all ancient. I think I was an oopsie. I think she's like 64 years old. 62. She's not 64. Wait a minute. I think she's 10 years older than me. 62, maybe 63. She doesn't look ancient. But she's like, um, I don't know Twitch. Twitch is weird. I, it doesn't, I don't do that. Yeah. Just got to like go on to any, like you're finding any website and just type twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And then that's it. It's no different than any other platform, any other social media, really twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Uh, give yourself a little username like crazy Ashley or something like that and uh, follow the page. And then that's it. Then you're watching it. You can also subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. If you do that, you are not interrupted by any commercials right when I'm getting ready to talk about something amazing, which is everything, frankly. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. So I'm kicking you all out. You can also download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Uh, you know, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, shit like that. Thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. More on them in a bit. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. You can reach me anytime on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. My son, Jim, had some car trouble. And uh, I know I'm just going to get out in front of this because a lot of times when I talk about struggling kids, um, I don't say when I say kids, I mean my offspring. None of them are kids anymore, but they're just my kids. When I talk about them. Oftentimes you'll hear me say that, uh, I helped them out, um, help them dig out of a hole financially or something like that. I do do that. Some would argue, and I think, um, is a actual robust argument that that is crippling your children, but I can't help it. When there is a struggle, 
I have to, I mean, it's all right. When they're down a car and they don't have two nickels to rub together and they need two cars and you know, fuck it, man. It's, it's going to turn around one day. So I cannot, I cannot, you know, say, fuck you. I'm maybe you can, I don't know, but, and uh, I haven't heard that from anyone about this, but, uh, that's, that's how I roll before I get to this. Sam writes, I wish we could all get on board for the libertarian party. No, the libertarian party is the worst party. It's like Republican with no support. Why would you do that? The libertarians are the biggest losers on the planet. Are you kidding me? You and your medical freedom. Shut up. Put your mask on, get your vaccine and shut up. Linda says, I can't tell you how many car repairs I've paid for. Josh says, I think there's a fine line between helping and too much enabling. Well, yeah. And I don't think I've crossed it with this. Now there's a level of hilarity in this story too. In fact, before I get to it, let me do this because I can already see myself with no ads being read in the first hour of the show and then having to do literally 15 minutes of ads in the second hour of the show. I got to stay on time. The open and live stream of the show brought to you by TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Get your uh, friends, neighborhood kids together and go out for paintball fun at TC Paintball in Grand Rapids. Book a party today. Go to their website, tcpaintballgr.com. Little League and Ladies Day on Wednesday. I forget which one of those is restarting up. Rick told me it went in one ear and out the other. Rick, what the hell is happening there again? Remind me. Um, Saturdays, Sundays, open for business. The weekend is always packed. Book an event. Team building for the workplace. Uh, your friends, your bro friends, whatever it is, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, tcpaintballgr.com. If your kids are like, yeah, I don't want to feel the pain of a paintball, uh, you can use the low impact equipment. That way you experience the fun of paintball and you don't have to worry about the pain of it. Fully stocked pro shop. And if you're playing, you can armor up. You can buy like add-ons or rent add-ons for uh, various bits of armor. That make it so it's just like, oh, that didn't, I didn't even feel that. That's my speed. Uh, TCPaintballGR.com. Hello to uh, the folks at the Kent County Health Department. AccessKent.com slash health. Uh, uh, Reminding you that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Very, very important. Also, the WIC program. If you or someone you know or love is struggling to uh, to keep food on the table, the WIC program is for you. You pay into it your whole life with the money you earn. It's uh, funded and uh, ready to go. Uh, The WIC program makes it so you can keep staple food formula on the table for you and your family. 
More information, accesskent.com slash health. Thanks to A&E Heating and Cooling. That reminds me, I got to pay a bill. Uh, Thank you to them. If you need your furnace tuned up, and you all should get your furnace tuned up, do it with A&E Heating and Cooling. If you've, you know, are like, I don't think I've ever done that. Well, then it's a mess. And first of all, it's going to operate at a low efficiency, which means the fuel that you're burning is, well, it's uh, you're burning more fuel and the thing's working harder than it needs to, the furnace, which is A, more expensive for you, and B, more wear and tear on your furnace. So clean that fucker up once a year. You got to get your furnace tuned up. You got to get your AC tuned up. So you see Joe and his handsome uh, son-in-laws, one of them, twice a year. Get on a schedule with A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. So Jim, like weeks ago, was like, yeah, Dad, the car's not working. It just stopped. And I go, oh, man. Yeah, it. Uh, when you turn the key, it acts like it wants to start, but it won't start. And I go, oh, my God. Okay. So they had it uh, towed to their house. And then uh, I go, well, how come you're not getting it fixed? He goes, well, we're waiting in line. There's a uh, car repair place up the street. It's some, and you know the type of place. It's some local grease monkey, you know. Uh, you, you walk in, no one's at the counter. And uh, you, you look in the shop and, uh, you know, two guys are having a cigarette. The third guy with his pants down past his ass crack is working on something. He turns around, he sees you, you know, his hands are black, comes in the door. He looks like a, a, w- one of the fucking bad guys. Spider caught a fly on uh, Pulp Fiction. And uh, he's like, yeah, hey, can I help you? That's, that's what we're talking about. So I go, well, when are they going to get you in? He goes, ah, it, it's a wait. I go, Jesus. So time passes. Um, and I realize that I've got a, uh, I was given a $500 credit. Uh, my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, they gave me that when I emceed the car show. And I go, well, why don't you just, I mean, you can have this thing fixed in a day and a half. I could. I go, yeah, would you just get it to Irvine's? Now, I know this sounds like a commercial, but it's not. It's hilarious. And they did. They, they, the, the car is, he has it. It's done. But, so he has it towed to Irvine's. Now, ultimately, there was a lot wrong with the vehicle. But the reason why it wouldn't start, none of the things that they fixed had um, anything to do with why it wouldn't start. Because they did their, like, uh, you know, let's figure out what the problem is. And in short order, they figured out that he was out of gas. And so when I'm finding this out yesterday, I go, son, you know this is going to come up on my show. And he goes, yeah, I figured as much. I go, yeah, that's, uh, we gotta, we've got to do that. You know, <laughs> so I guess the gas gauge is a little wonky on it and work sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. And I think ding dong, uh, for whatever reason, lost track and 
he didn't think that it was out of gas. Uh, kudos to Megan for not tipping off the story. Uh, yes, he had no gas in the fucking car. So I was like, well, this is now, now we've got something fun here. Uh, Maureen says, I knew where it was headed, but I didn't want to say it because I would fear the wrath of Eric. Oh, you would have. You would have. Chris writes, Carl from Sling Blade diagnosed it. Great scene. Love that movie. Oh, my God. Ain't got no gas in it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, thank God for them because um, the brakes were destroyed. Um, more, uh, Linda says, Jim let it run out of gas as content for the show, Eric. It's for the show, Eric. Let's get a big black dick because I know you want to, Eric. Um, so they uh, they did a uh, a thorough everything with the the rear brakes, and there was also there was a couple other issues with it, and and then they also said Jim like can't believe it. He goes, oh yeah, I was going to do the brakes myself. I go, eh, you know, I don't, I don't recommend that anymore. Why? I go, eh, you know, you're not a mechanic and that's something that makes you stop. And I don't know about the quality of the parts you're using because you're probably just buying the least expensive thing there. And I just, I just think it's a little bit of a bad idea to start to cut corners on, uh, on shit like that. Okay. And so, you know, Bruce over there, he goes, yeah, uh, Jim, the spark plugs are, uh, they need to be replaced. He goes, what? What? I just replaced those. And he goes, eh. yeah, you did it. It's like, um, that w- that's the equivalent of Bruce coming in here and say, Hey Eric, uh, let me do your podcast today. I wouldn't let him near this. I don't want anyone near my podcast. So, I go, yeah, Jim, uh, welcome to how it is in the real world. Unless you're some type of mechanic, I, I, I really don't recommend doing what you think you, sh- you are capable of doing. No offense. That's just, just my own personal belief. All right. So, um, now, whatever. I used my credit. I paid a little bit more uh, after that, and um, he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any money. And I go, don't worry about it, Jim. Don't worry about it. Uh, and he was just, he, he was so relieved, so relieved about that. And uh, I go, it's okay. I got a story, um, but it's not done yet. He's such a dumbass uh, because the way they do it at Irvin's, I go, all right, your car is paid for. Your car is in the lot. Your keys are in the lockbox, Jim. And then they send you a magic code. You walk up to the lockbox, you look at your phone, you press the magic code, you open it up, you get your key and leave. What I'm about to tell you has happened now twice, not just with him, but with Jacqueline. This same exact thing. And the conversation I had with Megan when Ding Dong fucked it up, when I called her at seven o'clock at night, she goes, your children struggle with this. And I go, I know. I know, and I don't know how. 
What the fuck? And who deletes messages? I never delete shit on my phone. I've got uh, 40. Hold on. If you look at it, you can't see it. But if you were to look at my email, uh, it says. Uh, shit. 44,000 unread messages on my email. I do, I'm do. i the same thing with, uh, te- I just look at them when they pop up and I never open them. And then I don't delete them. He deletes them. Who deletes? Why do you do that? What if you fucking need something? Don't delete. So he got it from Bruce. I'm like, and he got, he got the one that says, yeah, Jim, to get your car back, put this code into the lockbox. Oh, okay. Delete. He gets to the lockbox and I'm at the YMCA for the first time in two weeks. And uh, Diana is in the kids zone taking care of little kids at her uh, her second job. Um, she works there part-time like 10 hours a week. And she goes, Jim's called me twice. You might want to check, check your phone. Sure enough, he's called me twice. I call him. I go, what? Yeah, uh, I'm at the lockbox. I don't know how this works. And I go, what do you mean you don't know how it works? Yeah, I, I, I can't even open it to get my keys. And I go, correct. That's why they're called lockbox. It's locked. Well, if it's locked, how am I going to get in there? I go, you need a code. Well, when do I get that? I go, you got it. Oh, no, I didn't. I go, Bruce sent it to you. I don't have it. What do you mean you don't have it? I don't have the message. I go, what'd you do with it? I deleted it. I go, why did you fucking delete it? I didn't think I needed it. This is reminiscent of uh, uh, Jackie. Did Jim ditch the car? No. Where's the car? In the ditch. What? And I go, hang on. Now, Megan even writes here, Jim has my number. I don't know why he didn't just call me, dummy. I don't know either. He's learning, I guess. I will say this. Uh, all is not lost. You know, I mean, I had this. Co- I think that the common sense age bracket has moved up. I think that common sense, the, the common sense level that he has now, I had when I was about 22. So, I think because of the way of the world, it's, it's aged up. So, um, you know, at 27, 28, I think he's 27. Yeah. 27. You know, he's at where I was when I was 22. So I call Megan. I go, can you help him? She goes, Oh Jesus. So she takes care of it. He fixed. And then that's it. He's on his way. I'm like, my God. And then he goes, Hey, Aubrey is going to clean your house. I go, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? You shouldn't have to do that. He goes, nope, we are paying you back. And she is going to clean your house. I go, sold. So it's like frontier trading here. So I don't want you to get the, uh, he is well aware. And so I back to the uh, heart of the story. Yes, it's silly that he th- deleted the code. It's silly that he didn't have the gas. But the heart of the story is, um, yes, he's struggling. I'm going to help him when I can. That's not going to change. It's my son and my daughter-in-law and my grandkids for fuck's sake. And, um, you know, it's very important that, um, that things stay at just the level that they are. 
Uh, you have a grandson with autism, and that is uh, that is a, a a tricky, tricky bit of business that has to be handled appropriately. She has to help out uh, and 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 help him with school and things like that. So it's it's a lot is on their plate. So if I can take something off their fucking plate, so be it. Sean says poor Aubrey is going to have to clean up the NFK's toilet destruction. No, I am not going to let her do that. No. She'll do something, anything but that. Uh, no, that is too much. Too much. Uh, I'll be bringing my dad in here in just a minute. Before I do, though, advertise with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I will tell you how it works. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. That's S-E-R-R-A Honda Granville. They're like, Eric, don't tell them to go to the website and look at the inventory of the certified pre-owned cars because it's constantly changing. Yes, there's cars up there, but literally it changes every day. Your best bet is to go in. Now, you can go in with a, I'm not sure if I want to buy a certified pre-owned car or a brand new car. Try everything. Test drive one of the brand new cars on the lot. They're all there. You could be, it could be an Accord, could be a Pilot, could be a Ridgeline, could be a Civic, could be a CRV, doesn't matter. Test drive them all. And then you're like, all right, I love this Civic hybrid. Yeah, I want to get 53 miles to the gallon. I'll take it. And he goes, congratulations. You'll get it in two weeks. And what? Why can't I get it? You see that lot of emptiness? That's because of COVID. We have no chips in cars. So we're going to custom make your car. Let's go in and find out what you want on it. And then it's like you're ordering at one of those kiosks at fucking Taco Bell. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, I like that. Uh, no, I don't want that. Okay. Uh, order. And then you hit the button. And some line worker, some assembly line worker, it sees your car and then he builds it uh, and then it shows up two weeks later. That's how they do it. The certified pre-owned cars are on the lot. There's hundreds of them like new uh, with warranties. Go check them out. Say hello to Thad. Say hello to Cameron. I don't remember anybody else's name. Uh, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Cliff is running it. So there you go. SarahHondaGranville.com. If you're looking for um, flooring to have installed, I want you to go to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. All right. The lowest price for flooring in the state of Michigan, right along Chicago Drive behind the Little Caesars, ugly beige building, little red sign, lowest price for flooring of all the top brands. They buy it in bulk, so you get it much cheaper. And if you mention my name, you get 10% off. How about that? Love those folks over at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. I am now going to bring in my 89-year-old father for another amazing round of Dear Meathead. If you have a question, feel free to send it in. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. All right. Hello, Eric. 
doing, Dad? How are you? I'm okay. How about yourself? Never better. As usual, it's uh, wonderful to hear your voice. Likewise. Thank you. Joanne is uh, is there, I presume, her sweet face. Uh, yeah, you presume right. I'm here. Say something, honey. I see it. I'm here. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, Dad. You know, I mean, seriously, I, I talked... Uh, I talked about this a little bit yesterday on the phone with you, but you guys, um, three hours driving across Michigan and three hours back for a couple hours of uh, wedding shower was spectacular. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jackie was uh, just over the moon about that. Oh, my gosh. We wouldn't have missed it for the world. Yeah, it was very, very sweet, and uh, she, had a, she had a great time, and uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Well, hey, pleasure is really mine because I see this kid growing up now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, well, welcome to you. I've got a lot of folks who, uh, as usual, would just love to get your opinion on things. Have they have some questions for you? Are you, are you, are you, is that, is that cool? Can we, can we ask some questions of you, dad? Why, sure. <laughs> some of the answers are pretty stupid, but then again, it's good. It's an answer. So. I'm glad I can do that. Now, it's, it's, it's an exciting thing to do. Now, we've been covering a lot of ground on the show here today, so um, people might be uh, uh, struggling, but I only have three questions as of right now, so we may have a quick uh, version of this today, but that's okay. So if anybody in the audience has a question for Dad, you got to send it along, subject line, Dear Meathead, to eric at ericzaneshow.com. But let's start off with this. From Nathan. Uh, Nathan? Uh, yes, Nathan with an N. Oh, Nathan. Yeah. He writes, Dear Meathead, my wife and daughter fight constantly like angry chickens. Is there, <laughs> he says, is there something I can do to help them get along better or should I just spray them with a hose? Well, first of all, you got to figure out what's wrong with your wife. <laughs> do you do you, you understand got, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I I think I heard that you said that he has to figure out what's wrong with his wife. With your wife? Well, did not, you say your wife? No, no, no. Oh, oh yeah, you got to f- figure out what's wrong with her. Why? Yeah. Why that? I mean, she's a mother, right? Yeah. And then the daughter is fighting. How old is the daughter? You know, I'm going to assume like uh, late teens. Well, this is a norm lately I hear that teenagers can do that to their parents. But the mother has got to be smart enough to just let her blabber up as much as she want to do that. So, oh, okay. So, is that, yeah, it sounds to me like you're giving me the old uh, advice of pick your battles. Yeah, but then again, how how important is your battle to win? That's exactly right. You know, a person who I uh, trust once said to me that the second you start uh, going down, you know, uh, arguing with a young person, you you almost like your intelligence drops to their level. Yes, you absolutely are correct. Whoever said that said the mouthful. Uh, you you cannot really argue with your kids on on the issues that whatever issues you have, 
You can say something that you are not into it, you don't like to see it do it, and be done with it. And it. say it with love. Well, yeah, you know. Or- not fighting love, love. Now, Dad, I remember, uh, and the thing is, that's easier said than done. When a parent is in their 40s and whatnot, and they're faced with that, uh, it, it might not be so easy. You know, I mean, like, I remember you raging like King Kong when when uh, when your sweet stepdaughter, Nikki, uh, wouldn't wouldn't see eye to eye with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So I think that I, it's I think that's a very good bit of advice, but sometimes it's hard to uh, to actually pull it off, you know. Hey, take it, take a bite of your tongue and be done with it, you know? <laughs> when they start doing that, don't challenge them. Let them blah, 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 blah. Silence. Oh, this, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do see what you're saying. In fact, I'm writing it all down, Dad. A fight with a, with a child, with a son, daughter, is totally stupid. Uh, all right, so got to find out what's wrong with your wife. Yeah. Uh, take a bite of your tongue. Yeah, bite it. And, wow. Well, I, this, is, this is the thing that I've started doing, though, for some reason. I would listen to somebody when I would say, oh, wow. You just go, oh. You just act. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. So they're just talking, talking, talking. You're going, oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. I like that. I like Don't that. challenge it. When you challenge it, now you're opening up the door for a fight. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Sh- you, know, you know, I really think this is a good thing you brought her up. This is a good subject. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I really wonder what people do if they don't really just listen. Listen to what this person is saying and don't respond to it. Yeah, I've heard some people say that if they do talk, maybe like count to 10 and think. Because yeah, that's a good thing. If you, if you just respond immediately, you might say something you regret, you know? If, if your son, hey, I know that. I know one thing now. It just came to me. If my son is like you, yeah, yeah, it's too late for you to have this issue because uh, I definitely would not challenge you or uh, try to give you advice or something unless you ask. I don't for know. I mean, yeah, okay. Advice, and I would not want to volunteer. Uh, let let a blabber, 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 and listen as a parent. Don't. Don't try to do one better. All right. So just kind of like let her. It's a little bit of. Let her say. Let her say. Because she's got whatever this is, whatever the mother has done to, to rigor this fight. Uh, but that's it. It's, it's her fight. But don't need to challenge it. Now, the, mother, the child is going to uh, retaliate. Well, okay. So. Um, let her go. All right, so whatever the mother has done to trigger the fight, you say? Yeah. Why is it the mother? Well, if the mother did that, I don't know. Oh, okay, it could be. Could be. If the child is doing it. Yeah, it could be it, either. Could be either. 
you, you don't have to give them advice. All right, Dad, here we go. Uh, Mark writes, um, good morning. I hope you had your... Um, Wait, I think I might have read this one before. I don't know. No, I think it's new. I'm sorry. He says, uh, uh, Mark in New Orleans writes, uh, Dear Meathead, I hope you've enjoyed your tea and slice of bread. No, I haven't done that to them. But I got up not too long ago. He says, I have some exciting news. My wife and I recently purchased our first camper. And it's, oh. yeah. He says, and I'm going to uh, make it stationary on my property like yours has been for 50 years. What are some tips and tricks that you've learned throughout the years? Would you have any advice for his camper on a station that's stationary on a piece of property, Dad? Well, the reason mine was uh, stationary was I had no other choice. I could not haul it back and forth. No, no. But he, so it's uh, you. You've got a big camper. You know that. Yeah, and he's he's doing the same thing. He's keeping it in okay. one place. Uh, first of all, you got to secure it. Uh, don't make it too easy for people to break into it. Uh huh. That that's uh, that's a fact. But you never make it because they're always finding some some crooked jerk would uh, try to break into okay. it one way or the other. So expect it to be, expect to be robbed is what you're saying. Except to, expect to do a bit damaged. Yeah, I remember somebody took an axe and put it in the side of the old trailer. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, there's actually no, no tricks to it, you know. Okay. But uh, you have to maintain it. Uh-huh. Definitely maintain it. Uh, look around occasionally and see if there's anything that has to be done and do it. And uh, you got to mice proof it. Yes, I wish. Yes, we do. I'm still trying to do that. Yeah, you, you have the issue. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mice proof it. Yes, absolutely. And because uh, those suckers can get in there no matter how you yes. try. If they decide to get in there, yep. they're going to get in there. So... Uh, and these are the things. Otherwise, there's no big deal with it. You can. That's pretty uh, simple to operate it. On the property, I think that if you spread a mixture of uh, chili powder and cinnamon or something like that, there is some blend you can put together. Yeah, well, that stuff I don't have any knowledge. Yeah, of. I, I know, but I had heard this one. So, Mark, if you spread it around the um, the dwelling, you may keep them away. Uh, peppermint is also a excellent. Peppermint oil also, they, they don't like that. The mice don't like that. Yeah, uh, and then they climb up on anything that they, it's a climbable, uh, you know. Yes, I do know. You, you've got it. You, you oh, had yeah. this issue. Oh, my God. If I, I walk into that trailer and uh, the mice are actually sitting on the couch staring at me and waving. Oh, my God. How did they get in there? you got to figure that out. I don't know. I think they parachute in. <laughs> no, you got to get rid of them. You got to fight them. You got to find any way you can to uh, destroy them. You must destroy the mice. Yes. You got to destroy them. And the easiest thing is to put poison around the trailer. But, no, no, no. But remember where they are because yeah. as soon as you get in there, 
thing they're up. I'm, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm a big fan you of dogs. traps are good. There's also the walk the plank bucket trick is a good one. Oh, Talk yeah. to me. Mark, reach out to me personally. I'll give you all the tricks, but I, I haven't had success with any of them. But, uh, you know, I, I, I go up there sometimes infrequently, so they set up shop again and again and again. But anyway, um, all right, moving on, Dad. Uh, your old pal Aram has a question, Dad. Yeah, I was thinking about him. Oh, let's hear it, Aram. How you doing, buddy? Aram writes, hey, dear meathead. Have you ever been threatened with a lawsuit? No. Then he says, uh, if so, how would you handle the situation? What advice would you give to someone who was threatened with uh, libel and slander? Well, if it's serious enough, you got to get yourself an attorney. So right away, get ready for it. Yep. Challenging them. Um, uh, trying to exchange words and all that, that's not working at all. Agreed. I, Agreed. Yeah, you you got to you gotta be smart about these things. Yeah. Uh, what I said, the, the best thing I know the answer is, uh, first of all, do not put yourself in that position. Yeah, that that's someone ridiculous. Someone will do that to you. Yeah, that's just dumb in the first place. But if they, they, they say, hey, you're a jerk, you say, okay. Yeah. Don't say, no, I'm a better jerk than you are or something, you right. know. Right. If someone in the public is, you know, is happens to be an absolute uh, menace to society, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to. Uh, uh, I mean, you want to. You want to go about this the right way. You you got to yeah. play this you know, smart. Absolutely. You know, maybe this is my old age right now because uh, I would definitely challenge challenge anybody at any time in my years to cold cock them. Right. You know. Yes. But that, that's that's not my norm. I, I'm really a mellow type of a character All right. now. <laughs> Wait, age. did you say that? Did you say back then you'd cold cock him, But now not I would take anybody. I, I took a guy with we, my wife and I, and I yeah, it was just we're out to dinner, and on the way back somebody cut me off or something. Uh, oh yeah, and I was all dressed up, tie and all that. And uh, I got to a point of a stop, a vehicle stop. I stopped way ahead of him, took my tie off. I challenged him. Oh, yeah. I was going to nail his ass. Hey, I have seen this before. I I think you were there, wasn't I? I have seen seen this happen. So, Uh, I mean, I was a hothead. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes... Sometimes, uh, I mean, back in the day, it's like everybody did that, you know? I mean, uh, Nobody would mess around with me. Nowadays, it's a little different. In my mind. But back when you were at Life of Virginia, I mean, this is 1975. You're at the desk sitting there smoking cigarettes, and the boss says, Ruben, I need this done, and you just kick him in the nuts. <laughs> How do you remember this thing? Like, God. You embarrass me. That's the way. That's the way we did. I mean, it was a different era, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's youth. Yeah, that is youth. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on now. Um, but, 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 but listen, let's uh, oh, complete yeah, this, please. But don't take, don't allow people to take advantage of you. Uh, challenge them with uh, intelligent remarks and all that. Otherwise, uh, yep. Don't take a beating, you know. No, it's true. 
Uh, moving on, Megan has a question. She writes, Dear Meet It. Uh, Hi, Megan. She is uh, she's struggling. She's she's not feeling well today. She's staying home from work, and she writes. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, she says, uh, staying home from work, Ruben. Uh, should I stay in my actual bed or should I move to the couch to rest? Where do no, you? No, I think I'd move to the just move around, really. Yeah, yeah, but it, it doesn't happen. It's easy for me to say, really, but you got to move around. Wait a minute, are you suggesting she like uh, go for a walk? No, 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 no. Move around your house. So start on the couch, go to the bed, go back to the couch. Yeah, don't don't just close your eyes and go to sleep. You know. Okay, so. Yeah, but what if she just feels terrible and has a bad headache or something like that? There's nothing you can do. Uh, take an aspirin uh, or two. Okay, take two aspirin and, the, and just walk around the house is what you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean, don't just uh, take a nap all, all day. Don't? Okay, this is I've never heard of this medical advice. Instead of resting, take aspirin. Well, well lay down or stay there. Walk don't around. take a nap. No, uh, no nap. Take a nap, but then again, get up and move around. No napping when sick. Yeah, short, short-term napping would be all right. Okay, got it. All right, so aspirin, couple aspirin, walk around. Short-term nap is on the table. Um, of course, call a doctor. And yeah, of course, yes, I, I think she may have, but uh, who knows what the doctor told her? He may have told. Or something crazy like drink fluids and stay in bed all day. Hey, I know the first thing you would say. Uh, when can you come in? You know. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm sick. You jerk. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay, Dad. Let's see here. Uh. Ooh. You know what, Dad? We're gonna close with this one from our pal Kenny. And he writes, hello, Reuben. Hello, Joanne. Hi, Kenny. He says, hello, Joanne. I'm curious to know, looking back on everything you've experienced in your wonderful life, what would your message to the world be? The one thing you wanted everyone to know. I love you and Joanne so much. Signed, Kenny. Kenny. My attitude towards that is this. Do not challenge an angry person. Don't sweat the small stuff. Because that person has got some issues and he unfortunately found out he can vent out with you if it was somebody else it'll do the same thing to it so none of these things are personal the person that does that is an angry person he doesn't know how to deal with the situation and he'll take whatever he's in his front of him as a challenge so if you not challenge people if you go out to dinner with your wife and you're driving around and someone ticks you off, don't take off your tie and go after that guy. Absolutely. I have been there. <laughs> You've lived it. You've. I, I like it, Dad. It makes perfect sense. Well, see, you grow with age in the sense yeah. of a little bit more exactly. intelligence than you did when you were youth. Uh, were you youthful? 
Dad, uh, going back on some of my notes here as we wrap up this edition of Dear Meathead, uh, you said you got to find out what's wrong with your wife. <laughs> you got to take, yeah. a, take a bite of your tongue. Uh, you got to let them blab. You, you said you got to let them blabber, 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 blabber. Yeah. And, and then uh, say, honey, I hope you feel better. Yeah, just sit there and uh, and do that. No, and remember, the key is no napping when recovering from illness. Yeah, just lay down. I'll be all right. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be seeing you soon. You know, we are uh, fast approaching Thanksgiving. Yes. So we're going to meet at Mike's. It's going to be great. I just, I'm warming you up for that now, but we are planning on being there. I'm making my... Armenian, hey, I'm making uh, my uh, my Armenian sweet potatoes. That's oh, that's great. You won't believe it. Is it? Right. Hey, uh, these, you've been studying it. Let me tell you, they will change your life. I don't want my life to be changed, fella. <laughs> well, they're gonna be gonna be changed for the better because you're gonna eat this and you're gonna be like, oh my god. Okay. You know, thank okay. thank God for insulin so you can enjoy that meal. You know. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, well, guys, I got it. That's it. Unless you have any final thoughts that you want to say before we my wrap final up. Final thoughts. Uh, my final thought is: hug your wife and tell her how much you love her. I most certainly do. She's absolutely spectacular and uh, the light of my life. And I really, ex- she's an exciting woman. I'm telling you. As uh, as I'm sure you feel the same about your lovely wife, who I adore. Okie doke. Diana. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for the time again, all right? All right. I love you. Have a great day. And I shall see you the next day. Or no, no, I shall see you. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I I mean, I know what you mean. Okay, guys, thanks. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Just spectacular. How about him? Another amazing edition of Dear Meathead. I cannot remember a time when I finished that. And I I was like, oh, man, I think that might have sucked. That might have been terrible. Uh, Some of the comments working backwards. Eric, you're angry all the time. Did he ever challenge you? I don't know. I don't remember anything. Megan says, do not challenge an angry person. Don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, small stuff. Take short-term naps. Uh, Kenny says, <laughs> what's wrong with my wife? She doesn't exist. LOL. <laughs> Megan says, she does. You just don't know her yet, Kenny. And he says, LOL, no, not going down that road again. Yeah, probably best. Yeah. Just have your kids take care of you. Chris in Maine says, Meathead sounded uh, sounded sharp as hell this morning. Kenny says, that was the first time Eric altered my wording on my question and actually made it better. You know, I don't know that I did. No, I didn't. I read it verbatim but I emphasized things differently. I mean, the way I read it, I emphasized it in a particular way. I'm pretty sure. 
Maybe I added a word or two, but I don't think much at all. Uh, all right. What else is there? Do jumping jacks in the kitchen, dance in the hallway. Eric forgot to push a button for us internet listening people, and we got tons of ads instead of the show. What? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, that was uh, uh, my first day on the air. <laughs> oh, shit. Great story, though, because in the BBL studio, I'm glad you brought that up because that I love going back in time on old radio stories. That first day on the air, um, two months after getting fired, the way that studio was, I'm running the board, and I probably shouldn't have been running the board. Uh, in order to get the... Uh, feed for the internet you actually had to touch a, something on a touch screen and if you don't do it it like causes a three mile island meltdown and then all you get is one commercial playing over and over and over again so here i am trying to do the show and uh and the internet listeners were completely left out in the cold that was my fault jesus what an idiot i was um, Sean says Joanne's laugh for the win. Truly, it's spectacular. Okay, dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. I have more show, but you know what? Also, I have a full bladder. So you know what's about to happen. First of all, though, if you want to hire me on Cameo, do so. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. 15 bucks is all that I charge. And there is no one better at Cameo than me. True, uh, I'm probably the least known person on it other than a couple of people on TikTok who have like six followers. But no one is better at the one, uh, at the video roast that I will do for you. Hey, my friend's turning 35. Light him up. Here's what he does. You give me some background on the idiot and then I'll do my best to... uh, uh, you know, do what you want me to do. I can make it as uh, aggressive or as nice as you want me to. In fact, some of these, I do them for young people, uh, various achievements and, uh, maybe, uh, in school and things like that. Some people want to see the dogs. It's all up to you. You hire me and tell me what to do. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, Bosco's pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Thanks to them. Great group of people over there. Part of Terra Square, wonderful place to eat, have a few drinks, watch the big game, Michigan, Michigan State this weekend. Unfortunately, that's at 7.30, so we can't get together. Uh, But you'll be able to watch the game over at Bosco's. Uh, This is a trap game for Michigan. You know, I'm going to tell you that right now. Michigan's favored by like 22 points, but I don't know. You know how it is. The records go out the window in these rivalry games like that. Bosco's Pub, Terra Square. A big uh, shout-out to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They did a lot of work on Jim's van to get that thing running. Um, Rear brakes were shot. There's also a couple other issues. And they, you know what they did? They really went the extra mile to put a little gas in it. Oh, I am never going to let that guy, my son, live that down. 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, because they went, yeah, you need gas. But at the same time, we can't even let you leave with the brakes being in this bad of shape. Calipers are gone. Pads are gone. Brake fluid is shot. You need all of this and y- get it fixed, Jim. And he's like, well, uh, 
oh, maybe I can do it myself. I go, no, you can't. If you can't even put gas in it, dumb, dumb, you're not going to do the brakes. Jesus. 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you are uh, in need of a dumpster, like let's say you're re- redoing the roof, one of the last things you do before uh, winter hits, or maybe you're uh, doing some junk removal or some renovating of the house, uh, redoing a room, ripping out the drywall, ripping out the flooring, or you're just getting rid of clutter. Get a dumpster from Dumpster Divers. It's actually a better dumpster. They're not as long, occupying all that space at your piece of property. They're taller. That's how they... Now, it's the same amount of space as in any old standard dumpster. You got 10 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards. Um, but they're, since they're taller dumpsters, uh, they won't occupy nearly as much space. And they're the cheapest in all of the area locally. I say that because they went and figured out what all the other companies were pricing them at. And what they do is they charge the consumer more for a weight limit that cannot possibly be, be uh, attained. Even if you fill the fucking thing with shingles and bowling balls. All right. And if you ever ha- do actually go over the weight limit that the dump has, uh, they'll just prorate uh, the charge for you. So it's not that big of a deal. 616-375-9962. Call or text Dumpster Divers. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. They also do junk removal for you. So, like, uh, if you have a bunch of shit in your house that you don't want to be the one uh, to bother with getting it all out of your house, you hire them. They bring the dumpster. They clean everything up for you. And they do demolition. So if you're a contractor redoing uh, someone's house and you don't want to mess around with the demo work, they do all that for you. Just tell them what to do and they'll do it. That's Dumpster Divers. DumpsterDiversLLC.com, 616-375-9962. Okay, pause. I got to go pee. Josh says, I'll use Dumpster Divers when Kyle admits a zipper merge is a good thing and I witness him do a zipper in traffic. Don't go anywhere. Kyle Fade. Question comes in on uh, the Freebird Hotwing Show subreddit, which is a terrific place for show prep. Why does Zane hate free beer so much? First of all, there is a mutual dislike between the two. I was listening to one of Zane's podcasts the other day before it got taken down, and his hatred for Greg that I heard from him was a bit jarring. Uh, yes, I know the backstory of Zane getting fired and such, and, and that has nothing to do with that. And I understand there'd be bad blood between the show members and him, but Zane was really seething, seething about Greg. Does anybody have a little more insight into this? Thanks. It's a little bit of death by a thousand cuts, if you want the truth. And I try to have a short memory about a lot of the things that I um, that I get pissed off about, but... Um, Frankly, what it all boils down to for me is the passive-aggressive jabs over the years. That is his forte. When I knew him, he was passive-aggressive. When I don't know him, he's passive-aggressive. And for some reason, that is something that bothers me the most about people and him in general. That phony-ass way of, um, of doing that in just smart enough or just subtle enough of a way that I get it right between the eyes. 
But the big thing that bothered me the most, the big thing that bothered me the most was when there was actually a dialogue between us where we were actually having conversations. It was the moment, and I've talked about this before, when uh, I reached out to him and I said, hey, uh, I, I want to I fix this. And he said, what makes you feel like I am interested in even doing that? And I said, well, you might not, but uh, I'm going to keep trying. And uh, at that time, I had a whole bunch of their property audio on uh, various forms, cassettes and CDs. And I go, yeah, you... This is yours. You need to have this back and take this damn guitar back. I should have never have uh, uh, kept this guitar. I never gave it back. So, yes, take this. And uh, I'm done doing the Lost Zane recordings with um, all those old video or audios because he uh, bits of audio because he was, wasn't happy about that. I go, yeah, you're, you're right. That's, that's. So uh, then we got to a point where I was then sending him links to stories like um, something funny happens in the news. You guys should talk about this. This might be good. Oh, hey, hey, thanks, man. Shit like that. I mean, it actually was getting to that point. And then um, I, rem- I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It seems like yesterday, but it was long ago. And uh, Greg went back. He felt the, the need to again do his passive aggressive shit. Uh, and, and it, it, now that I was, then I was like, fuck it. Now I'm done. I I am officially out. I don't know what the point of that was. We've had a nice dialogue going four months, fuck off and die. That's where that came from. And, uh, then he doubled down when he went after me on the Norm McDonald thing. When Norm McDonald died Greg uh, uh, took it hard and they played the old Norm MacDonald interview. And in that I was doing my job and he, it finished and he goes, I'm so glad that uh, the reason why uh, that interview went that way isn't part of us anymore. That's not who we are. He just basically threw me under the bus again. I was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. So, you know, that's basically it. And I'm sure I've done things along the way. It's been back and forth. But the big one was when we were having a dialogue and having nice conversations with each other. They were on the air there and they were having a, all right, who on this show gets talked about when the other members of the show leave the room? It was one of those fucking, you know, uh, uh, take a pull of the show type of uh, uh content uh, elements or something like that, where they all have an opinion. And uh, Hotwing said, hmm, well, I, I actually don't think that that happens that much these days. Now, when he said that, my ears went up. They perked up and I went, uh-oh, this may lead to something else. So I was kind of like, oh, no, I don't. I hope it doesn't go that way because, you know, we're kind of starting to turn the dialogue around. And Greg goes, yeah, hmm. I wonder what changed. And he said it like that in that tone. And so, I mean, that's what I'm talking about there. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what changed. Come on, man. You fucking asshole. That right there was the one that I was like, fucking bullshit. And so these guys are pretty good at doing that. 
I'm a lot less subtle when I call them out. I just say they're idiots or they're assholes. Um, truth be told, I don't have near uh, the aggression level to Hot Wings. I have none towards Kelly. I don't know her at all, and I would, I would have no... In fact, I'm a fan. I've said that publicly, that I'm a fan. I think she's excellent. Um, there was a discussion on my own subreddit about her because um, someone heard my discussion when I was uh, talking about her on this show. And uh, the subject on my subreddit was Eric likes Kelly with a question mark. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Where the fuck is it? New name, Eric. I'm glad the show's back. Did I, did I delete my own fucking thing here? That, that'd be ridiculous. Well, anyway, my point was, I go, well, professionally, this is what I like about her as, and I've said this many, many times. I've been saying this for, um, since the last November incident, when I talked about that, my feeling was she drives content and that is the lifeblood of any hangout show. And then I said, when she has something to say, she does it in a concise way and gets right to the point. All right. She doesn't fuck around on the story. I said, Greg is not a compelling storyteller. And not only that, he doesn't have the ability, the ability to discern what is interesting in his regular life to what is boring. So what you're going to get is you're going to get it all with no discernment. The stories that are not interesting. Now, what I'm saying right now is taken from the con the spot of, uh, critique, not hatred, critiquing the show that that's a problem with the show. His inability to discern an interesting story made worse by, he can't tell a story and hot wings. God bless him. Just doesn't fucking try. Um, so that's my thing about Kelly. That's why I said that, um, there's no room for two people driving content on a show like that. And as I, uh, as I told you, 10 months ago, I anticipated Joe would not be there this year at some point. And I'm pretty uh, positive that that is going to work out. And then she will be the content driver. And I think that is, that sews it up. Um, it should be that way. There should only be three people there, first of all. And that will allow them to ride off into the sunset. Show will uh, end up retiring in that form. That's what I believe. Kyle says, Hot Wing stories are so funny. I mean, he's laughing while telling them. Corey says, St. Gaslight's best stories were always about what a fuck up he is. Well, that's just your opinion, Corey. Kenny writes, I still remember being nervous about meeting Eric in person because there was always that persona of Zane on the show. But in person, Eric was super friendly. Uh, and Greg and Chris, Chris were standoffish and kind of snobs. Well, yeah, it's because they're uh, busy. 
I'll give them this. I don't think they were standoffish and snobs, but they would actually go and prepare the show. That was not my job to come up with the things that were being talked about. My job was to uh, bang my memory banks and let's talk about something interesting that happened that we can uh, bring to the air. That's how I would do it. It seemed to work for many, many years. So I know that that is the long way of describing to whoever this is. Um, why does Zane hate free beer so much? That would be from, I can't even read it. My eyes are so bad. True dash slip 2573. That's why I despise Greg. It all boiled down to, we were finally turning it around and he turned into that, the passive aggressive fuck that he is. And I am not going, I'm not tolerating that anymore. That's why. Um, So if someone could go on there who's watching this right now, or maybe listening later on, and say that on the October 26th, 2022 podcast, Eric answered your question directly. I would love uh, that explanation to be out there straight from the one who feels the way he feels so that there's any speculation on there. And there is already, that's going to be a hot uh, thread on there from these idiots. That one's just silly. I don't know. what. Uh, I've seen him claim that he heard Freebeer take jabs at him even after they would make up. Oh, there you go. And be friendly to each other. I remember Zane saying audience wouldn't pick up on it, but he knew. I have no idea if this is true, but I wish everyone was still friendly. In fact, I, I sent Greg a text after that, and I go, hey, was that directed at me? And Greg said, well, not no, but it is true. And I'm like, it wasn't, I don't think you can say that. I don't think it's possible to say it wasn't directed at you and then follow it up with, but it's true. You would have to say yes or no, right? You can't say, uh, no, no, but that is true. What? What a fucking uh, a weak ass way to get after it. That's because that fucker can't be wrong. If he would have said, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Sorry about that. It would have been fine. Um, no, it wasn't directed at you, but it was true. What the fuck? So I'm there uh, 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 completing this Rubik's Cube of nonsense in my brain of what he just said. And I'm like, fuck it, man. So that's why. That is the long answer of why I am done with Greg. Stevie says that's a Mickey Mouse answer if I ever heard one. It's so much easier to just say, yeah, I'm still not over it. And I took a shot at you. Yeah, I, I know we've been talking, but sometimes I still get pissed off at you, Eric. And that's, and that's the way it goes. And that's the way it has to be. That's what a man would say. And I would have said, all right. Yeah, we've both done a lot of things of 
piss each other off. I imagine if I catch you at a bad moment, something might fly out of your brain and out of your mouth. But no, we have to get this pussy response. So fuck him. All right. And uh, people are like, oh, man, if you'd have kept your mouth shut, you're going to have gone back to him. You know, after this incident settles with Joe, it's like, dude, no way. They have, first of all, they have their team. That would be, that's, that's a complete disrespect to Kelly. She's earned her spot on that team. Let that, let that play out. Okay. She was put there for a reason, I believe. And I, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fucking supporter. All the way. I'm Team Kelly on this shit. I think she's going to do great. I really do. Um, all right. I'm glad I took a pee break because that's when I discovered um, that thread. Gave me something to talk about because I was fucking out of shit to talk about. Uh, where are we? T-shirts available at ericsaneshow.com. Check them out. Thank you to my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance. You have open enrollment happening in just a matter of days for Obamacare. Okay. Now, this is perfect. Open enrollment for people who are working for someone that doesn't offer insurance. Perhaps they are a a self-employed person or someone who is suddenly without insurance Due to job loss. Six one six nine one four four zero seven zero. Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance will pick you up, dust you off, and tell you I am going to get you insured right now. His services are free. Reach out to Frank. 616-914-4070 or go to buyinsurancehere.com. As is the case with all of my sponsors, please mention my name. Frank is also the Medicare and Social Security guru. If you or someone you know or love is getting ready to take advantage of those um, uh, entitlements that we get when we become withered and feeble, uh, yeah, absolutely. Have Frank make sure that all of your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. He is the expert on all of these things. He helped out my brother-in-law with his, uh, Medicare and social security with a Medicare social security checkup. And he can do the same for you. 616-914-4070. Hey, good news. I heard on the today show today that home prices are dropping now that is what the fed intended they lowered the demand because inflation was causing every price to rise including home costs and so what they do is they raise the interest rates for you to get a loan for a mortgage and that cools off demand from august to september we saw the biggest percentage point drop i think it was two and a half uh points on cost of a house overall average in one month, which has never been that uh, uh, big of a drop. Okay. So that tells us prices are coming down. That is good. That is good for the buyer, for God's sake. 
Some of you folks, you're looking at mortgages that um, like 75% higher interest rate. That's tough. You're looking at around seven, seven and a half percent to get a mortgage, but it's turning around. If you aren't ready to, if you aren't uh, willing to wait and you want a home right now, you need to call the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Serving clients that listen to this show all around the United States. Four exceptions, though. Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. Otherwise, have at it. Reach out to Mario. 231-332-6505. Whether it's a refi, getting money out of your home to pay off credit card bills, or you're buying your first home or your 10th home, it doesn't matter. Mario will help you out. 231-332-6505. Yesterday's asshole of the day, brought to you by TC Paintball, was Mac Jones of the New England Patriots. The whole deal where he went up with that high foot and just completely obliterated that guy's dick and balls with his spikes. That was hard to watch. Holy shit. Today's asshole of the day. If you have any suggestions, please leave them. Uh, On the chat, I see little. I see little. Um, One more thing about free beer. I don't put it past him, but if he ever said to me, um, we got to turn this around. Perhaps we can go out and have coffee, which is what I was trying to do. That's all I wanted from him the last time I was trying to build his trust. Uh, All I wanted was to be able to, uh, you know, have a conversation with him from time to time. And when that was uh, blown up by that comment, uh, I am, and I'm not even acting like a, a bragging asshole. I am very forgiving. Absolutely. And if he wanted to discuss it, which would lead to a conversation, and then both of us apologizing, I would absolutely entertain that. I don't want to sit around and fucking fight with people all the goddamn time. Who wants to do that? I, I want to be happy. Fuck it, man. But, um, you know, I being that I approached him on the last time and got fucking knifed for it, uh, I am not willing to open that door up. I, I, I'm not going to be humiliated again in that regard. Um, and if he said, all right, yeah, I heard you on your show say that you wanted to some, I'd absolutely do that. I'm a reasonable person, contrary to what some people believe about me. I'm, I'm more, a lot more reasonable than you think. Yeah, I'm a fucking blowhard and I fly off the handle at people, but Jesus Christ. Uh, Life is too damn short. Uh, All right. Bob says, is he getting asshole of the day today? Not in my book. I don't think he's done anything assholish. And I'm not going to go say, I'm just pissed off again because I talked about it. No. Uh, Going back. This is what we talked about today. Greg spoke today on the show. I do have a theory, and I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. I think that ultimately uh, Joe will not be in that studio ever again. I think that that ship has sailed. And I don't know why, but that's just what I think. And I think ultimately it's either 
they're figuring out how much money he can get uh, to accept a buyout with a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, or perhaps he is um, has filed some type of lawsuit on wrongful termination. That could also possibly be it. I'm trying to be careful in what I say. Talked about the chili cook-off. Uh, we, had a, we got a new show going up on Compound Media. Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger almost made me pass out. And I think that's going to do it. It's got to be Andy. For the descriptive story, when I revealed to you that I think that I am now a pass-out machine. Andy Knuckledragger is your asshole of the day. Now, that's brought to you by TC Paintball, as you know. I have... Uh, there was good, I had a bunch of shit I was actually going to talk about today, but I didn't even get to it. And it's going to be on the Patreon. And you're going to just fucking be blown away by this, but in the state of Pennsylvania, there's, there's two Senate races, uh, the upcoming election, that could turn the tide of um, Congress. All right? And if either Herschel Walker wins or Mehmet Oz wins, they're both Republicans, the balance of power in the Senate is going to shift. So it's very, very important for lawmakers and politics in general. So now I don't, this uh, uh, Ralph Warnock is the Democrat in Georgia. I think he's probably going to win, hopefully so. I, I would want him to win because it seems to me that this Herschel Walker is a fucking shyster who's got brain damage from playing football. However, in Pennsylvania, Mehmet Oz, the Republican, is taking on John Fetterman, the Democrat. Fetterman was lieutenant governor for a period of time in Pennsylvania. So they're fighting for this Senate seat. Fetterman had a stroke like half a year ago. And there has been a scuttle about his brain is now one third of the capacity of Herschel Walker's. But again, Fetterman's the Democrat. Somehow when people are talking to him, he has to have like an earpiece or, or a, a, uh, a computer in front of him so that the words can be taken into the computer and then spit out so that he has to read the question or it's, it, it's very strange to me. I'm not sure. I saw him on an interview on uh, NBC and the reporter was like, yeah, he, he was, he's not responding in the something's wrong. And he says, yeah, I know. I know he actually owns it. He says, I know there's something wrong. Sometimes I smish my words together. Sometimes I, uh, and he, so he's admitting that there, he goes, but I'm cognitively fine. I'm, I'm perfect. However, in the debate, he has to speak and he, it's fucked. It's so fucked because they did the, the debate yesterday and, oh no, it's, it's painful. It's, it's tough to watch. 
And there is no way anybody is going to vote for this guy. If you are a Democrat, okay, if you have to choose between Mehmet Oz, a Republican who loves Trump, or John Fetterman, a stroke victim who can't speak anymore, I mean, clearly there's something has happened. And they're saying, oh, no, no, no. He just, he just kind of, you know, talks himself into a corner here and there. Uh, I should probably play for you the very beginning of the debate yesterday so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about, of how fucked up this is. This might take me a second because I'm distracted about where I should be. Where is it? John Fetterman. Fetterman's painful debate. I'm only going to, all I need to do is play for you the intro. So the moderator introduces John Fetterman. He says three or four words, his first words in the, in this debate. And you know, he's fucked. Audio check, video check. (laughs) This is incredible. With that, let's get started. Mr. Fetterman, we're going to begin with you. Your political experience includes serving as the mayor of Braddock, a small borough near Pittsburgh, and one term as lieutenant governor. You're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thanos opened with hi, good night, everybody. All they want to talk about is whether or not his brain is porridge. And he opens with hi, good night, everybody. Mayor of Braddock. Look at small borough. Oz knows it's coming. Oz is cracking up. He's like, oh, thank God. He's going to open his mouth and fuck everything up. Near Pittsburgh. And one term as lieutenant governor. Hi, good night, everybody. The balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi, good night, everybody. I'm running to serve Pennsylvania. (laughs) This is a three-minute supercut of all of that buttfuckery. Oh, my God. Hi. Good night, everybody. Oh, no. All right. Well, we are going to do a full breakdown of that on the Patreon. That is reason number 8,565,421 to sign up for the Patreon. Stevie says, oh, he meant good evening. Yeah, of course he meant good evening. It doesn't matter what he meant. All right. But it's, it came out as good night, everybody. That's it. it no one, you, it's impossible to fuck up. Good evening. The, and it's, if you're a guy whose brain is, they accuse you of your brain being porridge to begin with. I obviously he's fucked up and Justin writes, he's still recovering. Well, of course he's still recovering, but that, so he should not be in office. You don't want a Senator who's, 
brain is not well. It's the same my same opinion about Biden. You can't do that. And I'm and I'm saying blue wave 2022. I'm blue wave guy. And I don't think that that guy should be in. I think that's fucking cruel and unusual punishment to make that guy do that job. Holy fuck. All right. So I'll be getting into that on the Patreon. But that's my time today. Thank you very much. Please go to the Free Bear Now Show Reddit and let them know that I answered their question today. I'm not allowed to post on that. I'm blocked from that thing because I'm such a pariah. Hey, Ryan, thanks for signing up today on Twitch. I appreciate it. I see you there. I see you, big boy. Till next time, folks. Have a good one. Bye-bye.